Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Guru Gobind Singh was playing with his cousins and friends in the river Satluj, swimming, but also training, splitting up the kids into two teams where you had to make the other opponent run or give up. They were splashing each other while shoving and grappling each other. They were pushing each other and wrestling in each other into the water. Guru Gobind Singh was fighting against his relative Gulabrai, who just couldn't handle it. He ran out of the water and accidentally picked up the bug, the turban of Guru Gobind Singh, placing it on his head as he couldn't really see. His eyes were irritated from the water. We heard how Guru Gobind Singh made a prophecy at that point, how he would later sit on the throne, and how this was not sanctioned, and how Gulabrai was then cursed by a sadhu named Gurbaksh. Gurbaksh has been known in the tradition to be an Odasi sadhu. And chapter 18 now begins describing how the all-knowing Guru, Guru Gobind Singh, was such fortitude, was performing his feats there so uh, grandly in such a regal manner, putting everybody in the city of Nandpur in Anand, in bliss, through his divine sight. The Guru was just naturally and spontaneously all-knowing, gloriously sitting on the throne, aware of everything around him. A few Sikhs were sitting around the Guru while the whisk was flying over the Guru's head. Such grand radiance was exuding outward from his pristine and powerful intellect, bright as the moon, which would liberate his six. His wide eyes were like lotus flowers, and the edges of them were crimson red. His glance was so sharp, they were just so enticing, it was like they were instructing the wagtail bird on how to use their eyes in such an enticing way. This glance would deliver great liberation, looking at his servants, he would take away all their pain. For some time, Guru Gobind Singh sat there, and at one point, a bear tamer came in. And this bear tamer, he brought with him such a large and strong bear, it was just massive. Perhaps it was the mythic bear from the Ramayana, named Jamvant, the king of all bears, who had taken form in this age. Every limb, every body part of this bear was just covered in thick hide, it was of brown color, and even the claws were brownish. The bear's nose was torn with a nose ring. And the bear tamer was wearing uh, a hide as well. To scare and tame the bear, he had a stick, and he would show the bear the stick, and he would also yell at it. In front of the guru's sight, this bear tamer came to show the great strength of this bear. He began wrestling with the bear. Sometimes he would get on top, and sometimes he would take guard underneath, and they would move here and there, and the bear would let out such frightful shrieks and cries. The bear would then stand up on his two hind legs and the bear tamer would grapple it like this in this way. And in this way they performed wrestling for some time. And a Sikh watching this then said, this is such a large bear. I've never seen anything like this in my life before. There was a Sikh who was a guard over there and his name was Kirtia. He was standing there waving a whisk over the Guru's head so beautifully. He was 16 years old. He was watching this bear with such enjoyment. Kirtia then said, This bear is just so massive. How did you capture such a terrifying, pain-delivering animal? What great sins did this animal commit to take this form? No one besides the Guru would know. Then, the ocean of grace, Guru Gom Singh laughed and brought it to light. He said, Oh Kirtia, understand this in your heart. This bear's previous life was your father. He committed such great sins and thus he has taken form as a bear. He was caught and brought into this state. 
The six, likes Kirtia and others around, heard this and they were all in shock. Kirtia himself clasped his hands together and said, Oh, true Guru, what have you said? My father, he stayed with you and lived with you, performing seva, service. He was the Ardasya, the one who would perform the Ardas for the congregation, and he would distribute Prachad. He even stayed in the presence of the ninth emperor, Guru Teg Bahadur, always performing service for the Guru, who would liberate thousands, and in their company he performed such great service as well. If such a person gets this type of fruit, this type of result, going from a man to a bear in his next life, you are the son of that Guru, that Guru whom my father served. And now you are saying he's taken this form as a bear? Then for me I should bow down to my father in front of this bear. But tell me, if by doing your service, this is what happens, if people understand that, then how or why would they ever do this service? Those people become sevaks, people who do seva, who desire the highest of states, liberation. And if one gets this as a result, people will get afraid. They won't do seva. You are the support of all the Sikhs. What is the reason for this? Oh, Guru Gobind Singh, please explain. He was your Sikh. His name was Gurdas, the Guru's servant. Wherever you are at any time, you are the one to protect the honor of your Sikhs. So please, therefore, explain graciously and take away the pains of this life of my father and free him from this situation. Sikhs have no other hope, no other reliance on anyone else but you. Without you, there's no other place for liberation. At that point, Guru Gobind Singh said, your father ended up in this life because one time, Prashad came to the Guru and he performed Ardas. He was distributing it amongst the congregation. He was slowly handing it out. And there was a Sikh. He was bringing gourd, sugar, in a cart. And he was coming down the path. When he found the Guru was here, he quickly went off the cart and brought a lump of this sugar in front of the Guru. And he bowed down in front of the Guru. Then he got up and he went to take care of that cart. He left his cart on the side of the road there. At the same time, your father was distributing prachad slowly and slowly. And that Sikh was running back to his cart. He was passing by your father. But on the path he was traveling before he arrived here, it was very dusty, it was very dirty. So he was covered in just dust and dirt all over. His clothes were covered because the wheels of that cart were spitting up dust and dirt. But at that point, when your father was distributing prachad, this Sikh he asked for some prashad, but your father, he didn't give him any. That Sikh then went closer to your father and asked just for a little bit. That Sikh who had such an unshakable faith in the Guru, by placing this prashad in his mouth, he wanted to purify his mouth. So that's why he was in a hurry. But your father, he got angry at him and he yelled at him at that point. He said, oh idiot, you look like a brown bear. Why are you coming close to us all? Stay far. Why are you getting closer and closer? Why are you asking over and over again, causing this uproar? The Sikh hearing this had his state of mind just destroyed. He looked down in shame. When looking down, he saw a small piece of prachan that had fallen. And he picked it up, understanding that he was going to consume it with the affection of the Guru. He remembered Vaheguru and then he consumed it. And then he said a curse to your father. He said, you don't have any Gursikhi at all within you. And now your body will become like a bear. So in a hurry, he left. He got back to his cart. He got all his stuff together and then he set off down the path. Your father had some days after that, but soon after he passed. And in some mountain, he took birth in the body of a bear. And he was still young. 
when this bear tamer captured him. The curse of a Sikh never goes unfulfilled. Those Sikhs who have in their heart the lotus-like feet of the Guru. Everyone listening to the story was in great shock and awe. Then Kirtaniya said, You have told this great story, but now, please liberate my father. Your name is the one who purifies the sinners, destroying the countless faults of your Sikhs. Look graciously upon him and release him from this life. Send him to the highest of states. Liberation. At that point, the graceful Guru sent one Sikh and said, Go tell the bear tamer that we'll purchase the bear off him. The bear tamer then replied to that Sikh saying, There's not a bear like this around. I earn my living from this bear. I go all around picking up offerings from villages and towns. So give me 200 rupees and then you can take the bear as yours. The true guru replied to this amount and said, yes, give that amount. A Sikh then went, he went to the treasury, he collected the money, he gave it to the bear tamer. But at that point, the bear tamer went back on his word and he began saying, no, 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 I want more money than this. So the Sikh then went back to the Guru and said, Guru Gobind Singh, now he's not taking any money. He said he wants more. The idiot is saying that's not enough. At that point, Guru Gobind Singh said, just take that bear from him. And the Sikhs did just that. They brought the bear in front of the Guru and then tied it up there. The day passed and the night came and the next early morning, Guru Gobind Singh commanded, make a hundred rupees worth of prashad. In great cleanliness, prepare this, but quickly bring it here. So they made delicious prashad and they brought it to the Guru. They stood there and they performed the ardas. Guru Gobind Singh himself with his own hand ate a little bit of this prashad and then gave the leftover to the bear. And when that bear placed the prashad in his mouth, the prashad quickly went into his belly and then the bear passed away. The sin which resulted in the curse had now been removed. This bear then received the highest of states, liberation. All the six were in awe and they were in shock and they were saying, blessed, blessed is a guru. Only you know your state or position. This is how chapter 18 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about Guru Gomez Singh's martial training. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Jaran Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>